Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by my bookie. Are you looking to bet on sports? Are you looking to make some money while you do it? Well, my bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place winner is guaranteed at least a hundred grand, and it only costs a hundred dollars to enter. I love that deal. Visit my bookie online today. Use the promo code last night when creating your account to claim the bonus. That's mybookie.com promo code last night when creating your account, and you're going to claim a bonus, baby. Mybookie.com. Start winning. Start playing. There's a lot of money out there. Go get it. Hey, Brad. What's up, Adam? Oh, dude, you know, just feeling real chill. You look good. You feel good. Oh, and when you look good and you feel good, you pod good. Darn right. And what's the best way that we can pod good? Put Koi CBD in your body. So great. I'm so glad that these guys jumped on as the sponsors. CBD oil is the hottest thing in health right now. You watch the news. Every day there's a new study about how good this stuff is and the benefits of it. We're one press conference away from Trump being like, this is why (laughs) my cheeseburgers (laughs) taste so good. They've got Koi CBD oil in them. CBD, if you don't know what it is, It's not weed. That's a big misconception. It's an oil derived from an industrial hemp plant that has no psychoactive effects. So you get the medical benefits from the hemp plant without getting high, man. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. Now, there's a lot of uh, uses for CBD oil. Absolutely. Uh, Creams, uh, tinctures, uh, vapes, gummies, which Koi all provides. I fuck with the gummies every morning because it starts my day off with a very relaxed, chill, meditative. uh, I just feel dialed in. There's got to be something in the these gummies that also you know gives your brain an extra level of of uh coherentness is that the word well because you, you probably took it makes a, you make up words you <laughs> took a gummy before you said that that's for sure and i do the same thing but i have the but i have the oils i, I just take the cbd yeah. oil i put it in my tea and then i'm, I'm good to go for You're the a rest tea guy of the day now. is that is that from being married I mean, I, I I don't know what it is. I'm a, tea is great, though. I'm I'm a tea guy because it makes me feel good. And yeah. CBD oil, Koi CBD oil, makes me feel even better. They got all sorts of flavors. They got what are pep- the flavors? They got peppermint. They Oof. got lemon lime. They got blue raspberry. They got all these all these different things. They are the fruity pebbles of CBD oil. <laughs> People use it too for pain, anxiety, inflammation. My mom uses the uh, Koi uh, topical creams for yeah. arthritis, and she straight yep. up told me she's like, "I don't hurt like I hurt before." That's a great slogan. And I'm like, that is so on. Awesome and real and that's coming from a jewish mom yeah. and as you said they don't uh they don't lie they don't lie this stuff works so well i'm scared to rub the lotion on me because i think it might cure my dwarfism <laughs> and then what the fuck am i gonna joke about well koi cbd uh all these products are manufactured in the usa with 100 natural cbd oil uh, it's the best tasting product on the market as yep. we've attested to the flavors we've tried a bunch people have come to us all the time trying to be like yo can we sponsor we haven't found the one we've liked until now and uh they're uh, america's number one trusted cbd brand all the products are thc uh, thc free 
And uh, it's a family-owned and operated um, uh, company. And uh, if you want to fuck with Koi, which you should, because we do, and we can't uh, talk about how much we love their products enough, uh, the gummies, the tinctures, the creams, uh, the tinctures, the drops. Dude, I put a couple drops in before I go to bed. And it also makes it easier to drink coffee, because coffee gives me a little bit of anxiety. Yep. Now it calms me down. Um, so I love that. If you want it, go to KoiCBD.com right now. Put in promo code about last night, all one word, all caps, for 20% off any retail order from the website. Koi cbd.com promo code about last night for 20 percent off the order start feeling good start living good start looking good start dwarfing good start dwarfing good <laughs> the official uh dwarf uh sponsor koi is the official cbd sponsor of dwarves can i say that i'm pretty sure <laughs> you've got proof I'm, I'm a dwarf i'll bring it up in the next meeting <laughs> and now enjoy a brand new episode of the about last night podcast with brad williams and adam ray this week, I will be doing a bunch of shows with Dane Cook. I'm going to be at the Wind Creek Event Center in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on Thursday, September 12th. Tickets at DaneCook.com. I'm going to be at the Hippodrome Theater in Baltimore, Maryland on Friday the 13th, baby. Ooh, Hippodrome Theater, Baltimore, Maryland. Friday the 13th. Tickets at DaneCook.com. And then Saturday, holy shit, Radio City Music Hall. Me, Dane Cook, you, New York, Radio City. It's where the Rockettes perform. It's where I've seen Chappelle twice. I can't fucking believe I'm about to do it. That's Saturday, September 14th. Uh, tickets at DanCook.com. Radio City, come out and see me, baby. And then a bunch more tour dates uh, for the rest of the fall, almost every weekend, all at AdamRayComedy.com. Brad Williams will be in New York City at Caroline's next weekend. Go see Brad. Tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Today's episode is a doozy. It's a good one, man. One of the funniest gals in comedy. You know her from uh, Chelsea Lately. You know her from uh, her new Netflix special, They Ready, produced by Tiffany Haddish. You know her from Last Comic Standing. Uh, Serious Radio, albums all over uh, wherever you get albums. Talk Soup, Access Hollywood, um, Comedy Central. She's a beast. She headlines everywhere. Um, I get to uh, bring her up at the, at the Comedy Store a bunch. And she's always a fucking beast. It's April Macy making her ALN debut to talk Netflix special to talk uh, how her husband is uh, has been trumped and deported and that she's fucking dealing with that. It's insane. He doesn't get to come back into the country right now. What the fuck? Um, that's real. Talk about her wild college days, her journey into comedy. It's a real fun, raw, and hilarious episode, which is what April is. Just fucking down and dirty and gives it to you straight. So enjoy the fucking hell out of this episode. It's uh it's just a it's just a it's a it's a lot of fun. What can I say? I like fun episodes. Uh follow April at April Macy, M-A-C-I-E. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at ALN Podcast. Shop AdamRay.com for all your ALN merch. About last night pod at gmail.com. Email us your favorite apps, where do you get the podcast? How you got into it, um, what it does for you, if it makes you feel good. And uh, I'm sending out a ton of Adam Ray merch right now to uh, fan emails. So if you want some free Adam Ray merch, 
Hit me up, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Comment on the iTunes page. And then hit us up, aboutlastnightpod at gmail. I'm personally returning all these emails and sending you guys free Adam Ray merch for this month only. So get on it, baby. We need that iTunes comment, the rating, and an email to me at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Going to read those emails, but more importantly, going to send you free merch, baby. All right? Uh, read the Room. My album's still available on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Play. Go get that. Um, Archibald's next big uh, big thing is a uh, cartoon with Tony Hale and Adam Pally that I do a bunch of voices in that has dropped on Netflix and uh, and uh, I think that's it for now alright fuck a lot of great apps coming up by the way Blake Griffin um, which is awesome because we just had Gary Payton um, uh, Jared Freed uh, Richard Kind Joey McIntyre uh, the hits keep on coming so tell your friends tell your fam and now that we got the tour dates Twitter handles and merch info out of the way sit back relax and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny April Macy well, the weekend's over and it's time to chat about it. It's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down? Eh? So why don't you sit hey. down? Eh? Listen to our dope podcast. Whether lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of day. So come over and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Oh, come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Well, you're trying to have a baby currently? Yeah, yeah, I got like 17 eggs left. We gotta hurry up. <laughs> Whoa, there's a number of eggs you guys have? I don't, I don't even know. know this. No, you I don't, don't even know, know how girls I pee. I don't even know. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. Uh, sure. You didn't go the Whitney Cummings route and freeze them. No, look at me. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, and yet that was funny. Um, have you always wanted kids? No. Oh shit! What happened? But not until I met this guy. Hey, but uh, get, oh, shit. Get, if you want, you can no, go no cans. cans. I go no cans. Yeah, yeah I'm not we'll a, go. No, I'm a non-headphone. Okay. So now, so now you just met. You met your husband, and now you start thinking babies? He's such a good guy. Like, I realized I've dated just complete pieces of shit up until this point. <laughs> I love that. That's what dating is. you yeah, got to yeah, figure yeah. out so what... Many, so many turds. And then you're like, well, I can't have a guy with this... A baby with this fucking dude, and it's right. addiction issues. Like, right. this guy just... You see him with children, and you're like, oh, all right. He's yeah. supposed to have a baby. If I don't give him one... Yeah. Uh, Neil Brennan asked me... Uh, he's like, why... Because he looked at me one time. He's yeah. like, why'd you get married? Like, why didn't you just mm-hmm. stay single? I go, oh, when I met my wife I go like yeah that's the mother of my kids yeah right there so that 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 was it that Did made you know me go instantly not instantly but within the first because uh, we met on a threesome dating app so the first so the so the first date was supposed to be just fun oh wow <laughs> I'm so boring <laughs> no you you're, you're normal are, they're just you an are you are not boring and yes <laughs> no. we are qu- we are quite the anomaly not I mean like because you wow. know uh, I think we're normal because you know my wife you know like lives with me in my house you're your husband lives oh, where? It's a filthy Iranian passport. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't get in. He can't get in. Our visa was denied two weeks after our wedding. I thought he was coming home with me. Shut up. No, and we had applied a year before, so we tried to. T- I was like, I'm not going to let Im- the immigration process be our story. So I planned yeah. like a stunning wedding. We had a beautiful wedding in Santorini, Greece, with 60 people, and yeah. then we tried to time it. 
just based on other calendars, like how it works for the process. And then mm-hmm. it was two weeks after our wedding, and they said, no, thank you. <sighs> they handed us a piece of paper, and the woman, you could tell, like she felt sad. And yeah. Probably wasn't on board with this nonsense. Right, because you're like, but oh, this wasn't supposed to affect white people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm white. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Well, you don't even realize. Like, you don't realize how valuable your passport is. Yeah. Like, yeah. When we were planning our honeymoon, he's like, I can go visa-free to Ghana. <laughs> Christ. There's like nowhere he can go visa free. Is, is, is it just is Iran like and I don't know if it's Iran Elon or I, I, I don't know how you pronounce it um, but like is that like a special case or is this no, for a lot of people? Ban. It's the Trump travel ban. Okay. It's just the seven countries that he said like 100% ban. Right. And then are so like you guys can't go to Hawaii then because no, that's part of the United this, States. This is what the really fucking crazy thing is. Like we can't even go say we want to go to Aruba and there's a stopover in Miami. Yeah. It's considered like a, a transit visa. He can't even step foot in an American airport to fly somewhere else Whoa. so that limits like the way we have to fly so it's like, just like you got to go everything so it's like all right we're we can go to europe basically yeah we're going to europe he lives there and he's a resident and permanent resident i mean not the worst thing in the world uh, no, but, but at, at the same time holy nobody shit wants to travel 24 hours to see their husband <laughs> once a month i have to be in italy <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I didn't see him for three months before I shot this thing. So I'm like, well, I got to get ready for it. I've worked for it, you know. Yeah. And you life. can't. Yeah. Because. Uh, and abandon and be like, I'm going to stay in Florence and <laughs> eat cake. And and this thing, let's say what this thing is, because oh. uh, this, th- th- this thing is on Netflix. Yes. Uh, we uh, watched it last Yay. night. It's uh, Tiffany Haddish. They ready. Yeah. And uh, it's. Tiffany presenting her uh, six favorite female yeah. comics. Six broads. And you oh, guys. Thanks. Are I realize I say fuck a lot. It, it's weird when you watch your set you're back. Like, oh my God, I'm a dirtbag. <laughs> I'm such a. But at the same, but at the same time, I think that's just who you are. No, I am. I'm apparently just a dirtbag. Yeah, (laughs) like I never knew. Right. Thought I was delicate. (laughs) Right. So yeah, you thought, oh, I'm a lady, and then it's all said these fucking fucks with their fucking. Yeah, that's all I have. It's like peppered in, like every other word. (laughs) Uh, But uh, how's the response been so far? It's been good. Nobody hates me, so that's exciting. Well, I haven't gotten any like evil things. Yeah, I feel like there's always like a handful of evil. Sure. I, so. I well, I think that there's I mean, the way the your your set, first of all, you're a killer. You've oh, been on the road thanks. now for oh. pretty much fifteen yeah, years gross. straight. Look at me, I'm crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> it has been. It's been I've been on the road almost nonstop since two thousand six. Yeah. You are you are you like too much? Oh, my face is turning disgusting. It's like, uh, no, how okay. dare you? I'm sorry, but when you're on an airplane, it can't be good for you. Oh, your you're body. absorbing every oh, smell, sound, and taste yeah. just onto your face. Every, just every fart. Every Especially fart. spirit. Spirit has no Febreze or any sort of cleaning I only solutions. Only United and Star Alliance. Good for just you. Just based on go. the perks. Well, this is what I hear about yeah. spirit and what I get from my opener. Mm. But I think that, uh, <laughs> no, only on this last trip, actually, because... Um, the uh, there was only he went needed a nonstop and Spirit was only nonstop from Pittsburgh oh. to LA. Really? Which is crazy. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, well, fly if you need to get home. Yeah. Sometimes I connect just to get those extra points. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. What is your um, least favorite part of the road and your favorite part of the road? 
Um, I don't like. I think as a woman, you're just always by yourself. Like it's mm. rare to have a female, like a friend. Yeah. So I'm just like lonely, just like a lot of highway wanders. I feel like when they don't put you up in a place that has access to snacks, you're like, why do I have to wander down a highway? Do I need snack access? Oh like, my god, an asshole. That like the best gigs ever are the one where it's like, oh, where am I staying? At that hotel? Where's the club across the, the street? street? You're, you're like, like yes, done. Do you, Boston, laugh Boston when you just go downstairs and then you wander across <laughs> the the like little entry yeah. area and you're like, oh, there I am. Yeah, it, it's it, it's. It's so funny and I've been like there are certain things that I don't even consider yeah. I always think like yeah there's no there's no difference men and women comedian whatever and then like we had Nikki Glaser on the podcast and she told me she's like w- one of the nicest things a man can do is just say hey do you want me to just to walk your car yes like and, and just you don't be realize there. how frightening it is as a woman like I think yeah. you're constantly you're just constantly scared you're like no oh, there might be a rape murder combo right around the corner Jesus, you never the combos know. yeah you the don't... combo at least if you're gonna get the rape you might as well get the murder so you don't <laughs> yeah, have yeah. to live with it for the rest of your life yeah so it's like so, so it's like my worst day of the year is St. Patrick's Day so that's just so so you're just like constant St. <laughs> Patrick's like Day that's like one day yeah one day like yeah, that's one day Brad that's a cool Patty's. example I yeah. can stay inside See, you're not it's fine. close to being a woman <laughs> yeah oh. but is is there a way to um you just have to get like you know uh, tactics and, and weapons or do you just kind of avoid certain areas or um yeah. certain tactics like i i well, i'm like i think if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen like my ex used to make fun of me because i locked the door you're like oh yeah i lock he's like who's coming up here to get your rape ninja i'm like you never know like, by the way that's the first guy that's coming rape ninja. somebody right. with like like one of the, what's one of those like repelling he's like what is he gonna have a repelling hook oh and yeah like, maybe Some Spider-Man you know, shit. that's how maybe people, lady it's how it happens dude this day and age anytime we hypothesize about something insane i'm yeah. like yeah that's now a possibility because look at the time we're living in like yeah. where there's nothing that's I mean, your husband can't visit the damn country. No. <laughs> like it's once. So you're it's so crazy. You're so in a long, can he get over here. Yeah, he he's travel banned. So he'll get over. Iranian. So fuck. So he'll get over yeah. here after the next election, hopefully. Or, I don't think so. I feel like he's going to be reelected. <laughs> oh God! Everybody keeps saying that, and I hate that. No, I I mean Re- I I think uh, I think we'll re- we'll figure it out, and I think more shit's going to come out close to it that'll. Uh, It'll, it'll, you know, he'll pull. I don't it. know what else could happen. He'll at pull this point. Hillary. Well, well, now I feel like we're committed because we bought a bar and restaurant. So you, now you I'm a husband. restaurateur now. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fancy restaurateur. You're, where, where, <laughs> where's the restaurant? In Florence, Italy. In Florence, Italy? Yeah. So now are you just like watching like uh, a restaurant takeover and bar rescue and all these he shows? Does. It's not. I feel like it's his, but we're married, so I feel like I get just get to claim it as my own. Hey, but there, he does all the go. work and spends like 14 hours a day there. Whereas <laughs> I tell wiener jokes for 45 minutes and, <laughs> and take aggressive amounts of naps. How, how, how are you not like, so you're going back to Italy every three weeks. Yeah. So you're in a long distance relationship, but you're married. Yeah. And see, I, I feel like this is like one of those stories, like I've heard some of my friends grew up and it's like, yeah, my dad came to the country first, worked for five years, sent, mm-hmm. sent money home to the family. We saw him, you know, once a year and then eventually the family had enough money to move over. I'm like, who the fuck does that? And now you're living one of those stories. It's, yeah, that's kind of our story. Like, we just don't have any options. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we got a little cash. We just don't have any options. Have you ever thought about just like moving to Canada or something? Like something you know, close? say that. I'm like, why? I don't really like Canada that I know, much. I'm like, that, if I'm not going to live here, I certainly, I would just live, like, we have a nice house and 
Flor- Central Florence, and the cost of living is like ridiculously inexpensive. It is, and huh? The food's I mean, great, and enough you have to access wear to every country. Yeah, and enough to wear. I'm looking at you right now with your Gucci shoes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I got these for 120 bucks. Gucci outlet, the mall outside of Florence. Dang, Gucci outlet at the mall. Yeah, it's called the mall. It's right outside of Florence. It has like high end, but it's super like it. Pretty much wildly inexpensive. So I'm coming Not to visit. Wildly. Can we do like an Airbnb so I can get like some you guys can just Gucci stay. baby we shoes? To- <laughs> yeah. People would come yeah. to visit. People can come and visit. We have a nice house and we have a bar. Is there comedy in uh, You in know, Italy? there's not, but we have a downstairs space in our restaurant, so we thought about it because there's like 14,000 English-speaking students every oh, yeah. semester. Yeah. It's like the number one uh, foreign exchange, or not foreign exchange, what is it, like study abroad yeah, program? Yeah, study abroad. Wait, yeah. is Florence where the Amanda Knox thing happened? No. You know what that uh, is, right? Yeah, Remember the girl yeah, that studied yeah. abroad and she or, I don't, was supposedly murdered her roommate, but did, I she don't got off. I think it was in Florence. Okay. Whew. So you're good. Is it Rome? But like, it might have it been was Rome. like a bigger city. Call, Florence yeah. is small yeah. and manageable. But anytime I'm, if I hear about something like that in a place that I am going to, like I was just in Pittsburgh, yeah. if there was some sort of big Pittsburgh yeah. like mass murder thing, I would have been like, all right, let me find out where that happened so I can not go to that avoid. Quiznos. You know, <laughs> that happened in Perugia? Per Pergia, oh, okay. per, I can't speak. P e r u g i a, Italy. All right, that's where that happened. All but right. uh, that's small. It's surprising. I mean, yeah. have you gotten familiar with all the surrounding yeah, areas? Like I, it's funny because now I'm like I kind of know Italy. Like when friends that's come dope. in, I can take them around, and my husband speaks all the. No, no, I'm not that good. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm injury prone. I'm super injury. I can drive. You're not. Good. You're not doing the Eddie Izzard where you just go around Italy. Oh. Just ciao. No, that's no, it. No, 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 no I fell that. on on our, What was that? What was the um, uh, Segway? Yeah, I fell three times in Greece, and then I did. Helped by like government officials outside a building. <laughs> oh, that sucks when you're traveling and you're that person because you're just like, God, now they're just looking at me going, uh, stupid American. Not athletic. Like, yeah. My frame doesn't, it doesn't work well with my frame. That's insane. And, and, and I mean, yeah, like you said, there's no comedy clubs there and you have a bar. Maybe you could well, just. We thought about doing like a little downstairs, mm. like a small, because it would hold like 60 to 80. Yeah. So you, you, you can do a little Yakov Shmirnoff and have your own theater. <laughs> With I'm not 60 doing people. That. Not if people are going to refer to me as Yakov Smirnoff for the rest of my life. I mean, you know, it's the worst things that could happen. But uh, I mean, th- yeah, our one year anniversary is coming up, and my husband's never been in my house. Oh, that's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, that's madness. And there's just there, there's just no way around it. No, we signs, filed a waiver. No, yeah. We've been in administrative processing for oh, a year boy. since yeah. September 18th. It's just it. It's bullshit. Like, we had to fill out a 127-page document. Like, you have to get references. Like, we got references. One of his friends is, like, the priest at the Duomo, which is, like, the churchiest of all churches. The churchiest of churches. It was, like, the churchiest of churches. And we have, like, this recommendation on, like, priesty stationery with lions facing off. I'm like, it doesn't get any better than that. And uh, they wanted him to fill out a thing. It was, like, every country he had ever traveled in the last 15 years. Every place he had ever been. Jeez. With like who paid for it, like who funded it, and you're like, Jesus, and you're like uh, my my uh, cousin Al yeah. Al Qaeda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what do you? And, <laughs> and who's gonna say that? Like, I I love how they ask certain questions 
like whether it be when you're coming into the country or you're uh, trying to get processed for like who funded these trips like like, like someone's gonna fuck up and be like oh uh, Bin Laden yeah, yeah. damn it <laughs> yeah like 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 whenever I go into Canada and they're like what's your purpose for visiting Canada like is anyone ever gonna say ah commit some terrorist acts yeah of course not. well we were going to Croatia and I guess because it's EU but it's not like Schengen territory mm-hmm. that you have to get like a passport check so it was like him and I at this counter and of course the guy's asking him questions they always do and sure. they're like old white lady face they're like get in there you know you're too dumb to hurt anybody but he looked at my passport and he's like oh I'm traveling with my wife and he was like that is a crazy combination <laughs> like, oh, you shouldn't God. say that you shouldn't say that if you're in yeah, border he patrol he, said, he was like everybody thinks Iranians have bombs but they are very nice people <laughs> like he was confused was you're crazy. saying that as the border agent ah you don't have bombs look at that look at your wife oh, how do how do Italy um, folks view uh, Trump and everything that's happening oh, here? Everybody thinks we're idiots yeah, right? everywhere. Mm-hmm. God damn. You guys don't have any conservative listeners, right? I would hope. I, a pro- yeah. I, mean, pro- I think <laughs> listeners think across so? the board. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I voice, Sorry. voice. Sorry, a- conservative listeners. No, fuck them. I, uh, I voice opinions about uh, yeah. what's happening and, and him. And, uh, yeah. and I'll get comments and messages, but I don't give a shit. I mean, it's, I mean, it's so clear at this you- point. If you are in support of him and what he's doing, that you, I mean, it's just at this point to still be backing it. And and it's not even a stereotype. The people yeah. that I've met and talked to that are still very much pro-Trump and pro-that um, uh, administration, they are just not right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because at this point, you can't be... It's like my racist Uncle Eddie. Yeah. You're either a product of your environment, you've got racist folks, you came up in a... Mm-hmm. Or you're obviously just, you know, so uh, rich and delusional that you think that you just, you know what's going on, you want to be, uh, you know, get the benefits you can, and you're also just a bad person. No. How do you, <laughs> I mean... How do you look at children in cages and have, like, zero yeah. empathy? I mean... Like, how do you not, ex- if you have a child, yeah. then And that's your- one of many examples. Oh, I think this one. I'm like, it's sad for us, but I'm like, well, I can still fly. But it's his mom. Like his sister's a citizen. His mm-hmm. sister can't go and couldn't go and see her grandchildren be born. She lives in Orange County. Like, so here's so she six- can't she can't fly back because she's worried about getting back in. Well, I think a lot. Plus, she has two children. Like, right. how do you fly to Iran with Ugh. your two children? On like, you have a newborn. You're not going to fly with your newborn, and you certainly don't want to fly with a one year old. And yeah, yeah. Like the husband still has to work. So what are you going to do? Wrangle children on, yeah. all the way to Iran? It sounds exactly. horrific. That's yeah. That's not going to happen. Wow. So like Some bad reality like, show. You just see your grandkids grow up on Facetime. Jesus. Insane. Uh, happier topics. Happier topics. Uh, the fa- now I've never been to Italy. It, uh, oh, Italy is one like my dream Germany, vacation. Though. Yeah, my planet. If you ever want anybody to plan mm-hmm. a European extravaganza, yeah, yeah or you. any vacation, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll do it. Go to the April Mason Travel in, oh, Agency. I'm yeah. I mastered infinity pools. There's. I've never. Met, I've never met an well, infinity pool. I don't like. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> You go to your Instagram, and your Instagram looks like a damn travel channel show. Yeah. It, it it's you in. Yeah, you should host one. And I would love to fucking host. It's one. you in a you lot of infinity pills. <laughs> yeah, I mean the good ones you can. Yeah, yeah. HBO travel show. Sure, okay. let's do it. Also, that's the real travel experience when you see something so luxurious and that takes you back. That you're like, holy fuck! Yeah, not yeah. this is gorgeous. Yes. This is yeah. this will be fine. Some places like that place we're going for our anniversary. It has like a movie theater. It's it, like cool. you just get like fancy popcorns and yeah just, swim, just swimming in infinity swim pool, in it just. yeah <laughs> oh the pool has a theater 
No, 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 not oh, okay. the pool has a theater. <laughs> the pool has a popcorn those. pool. What are you talking <laughs> about? What happens? It's like a movie theater. Dive in at like Scrooge McDuck. Private yeah. movie theater. Yeah. We're gonna watch our wedding, our wedding video. Whoa, oh. that's sweet. Oh. I arranged that. I'm sure he's yeah. come up with nothing. Yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, honey, can can we just watch Con Air? Yeah, he's <laughs> and you're no like, good no, idea. he has no goddamn good ideas. <laughs> uh, how did you? Um, the special again uh, yeah. They Ready They Ready on Netflix Yeah, you're a crusher I've known that from oh. working with you at the store for so long and just seeing you on shows and um, I feel like you were uh, real locked in for this and I want to know like how did you prep um, like the, the set how far in advance did you know you were going to do it and did you did Tiffany kind of weigh in or because I know you guys are um, uh, pals from back I mean, in the day we got the official offer it came in like December so I had like a few months mm-hmm. and then I didn't realize that I couldn't use anything I had done on a CD and I was like oh god that's like a lot of material yeah. that you can't yeah. why, why would anybody care about audio like it didn't make any <laughs> sense to me yeah. and then I was like uh oh I gotta rewrite a lot of shit <laughs> so uh, I had like three months that I nice. just worked on it steady and got up a million times. Like, yeah. But I've been getting, you're like, ah, oh, I've been doing this for 17 yeah, years. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's one more set gonna yeah. really, where you do it towards the end, you're like, oh, there's one more set's gonna I make know. it, it's I gonna know. make a difference. Yeah. yeah, but it, it's that thing also where you're pulling from so many examples that you, like, even if you have to re- rework certain yeah. jokes, it's like, okay, so I can't talk about that crazy uncle. Thankfully, I have more crazy, crazy uncles. uncles. <laughs> yeah. There's a never-ending supply <laughs> in my family. Yeah, your, fa- your family, and I love the fact that in this special, you have a photo in the background that's you on your, you say it's your first birthday? It's my first birthday in front of a trailer. Yeah. 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 And so that's that thing where you go like, no, 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 when, I'm, when I say I'm poor... Look, yeah, like yeah, yeah. look, like when I say I grew up poor, this is the example. I know I have Gucci shoes on now, right? But you <laughs> fucking it earned it. Oh, I worked my. All right, ass you, off how many see. times did you go to side splitters in Tampa? You oh, earned back there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back there in two weeks. You've earned your goddamn Gucci yeah. shoes, what April Macy. Side splitters. In Tampa? <laughs> Wait, trailer for how long? How part? How I long mean, was that? My parents went. to They were students at Penn State, so it was like a student trailer that was like our student housing. And my mom was like, I liked it because they were so young when yeah. they had yeah. me you yeah, know no. how young i think they got married when they were 18 um my mom said she thought she was pregnant but apparently she was just working on a dairy farm and she was drinking a lot of milkshakes so she said i we couldn't afford to go to a doctor it turns out i was just fat <laughs> <laughs> oh. whoa and then she was like but we already told everybody we were pregnant at 18 so we had to try to get pregnant really quick oh that's good sound logic it's not the best it's their, their thinking <laughs> well we said work. we said we were pregnant so we can't just not have well, a they baby knew people would nobody would let them get married unless she was pregnant so oh, then, okay. her, they had to like hurry up and keep up with the lie they were maintaining Wait, so she thought she was pregnant but, but she, she was, was just, just fat. fat so were people because we've heard this story all the time from guys seeing a gal that they yeah. may have heard something you just use the word gal yeah, he's very old-fashioned out of yeah. right. old-timey over My, yeah. i got a uh a jew a ma, uh, oklahoma mom that says gal a lot, uh, so it's rubbed off but you know the times when you if see you want he's got some sarsaparilla in the fridge if you want one. Oh my god i actually <laughs> do <laughs> damn it brad welcome back to things i should have uh because it uh i saw it happen live once where a guy um saw a um, uh, a woman who he thought was pregnant because there'd been rumblings in our circle about them having kids but it was this was a lot she was just chunky and he was like when you, he's like well, do you know the sex it and she goes of what yeah. and then he goes 
of your fat and like tried to like make like make a joke out of it <laughs> and she was your fat. yeah and because like, he knew at that point oh she's not pregnant and she kind of laughed it was like yeah man it's just um you know just kind just kind of put on some lbs but thank thank you and oh man it was there's yeah. no good way to get out of that just- so did that ever happen with uh mom no i just think they were just dumb and she didn't and i just love the fact that when you say things on stage that it is authentic because it's not going to be like a vanilla ice situation where you're like ah, i grew up in the streets and you find out he had this like nice suburban home no no fucking had- drake started from the bottom now we're here go we- fuck yourself i mean i went to so many coke parties when i was like seven years old and they coke were in, parties. in our backyard and an above no- ground pool and that and that's not a cola no 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 they were just like i was like these people like staying up all weekend just like all me. week yeah <laughs> what did you that's so funny yeah you just thought they were cooler adults right? i thought they were cool adults who loved to just stay up wait so I, you wow. so you had no clue did you see them even doing it and just no, thought like, i didn't know but they were i mean now my mom tells me yeah she was like oh yeah your aunt Susie was on crack you're like wait what what's happening oh god i just thought she oh, really god. liked that rubik's cube yeah. yeah there's so many things you hear uh, as, as an, an adult, adult about like it just from like parents like things my mom has told me about certain times and I'm like wow I never I mean obviously you're a kid you're looking through a different set of goggles but like to get that info later but you I think I always knew it wasn't normal of course like mm-hmm. you because you go to other friends houses and you're like oh there's food in the fridge they go to bed at 9 and they go to bed they're not having coke parties yeah they don't <laughs> let like their children sleep over on school nights I was mm-hmm. just always allowed to be at like all week, my friends, my friend uh, Chris Marchetti, would, her family would keep me for like months. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> yeah. When were you okay with that? Um. Yeah, I didn't care. It was just a better situation. Like yeah. There were, yeah, there you, were evening hugs. There was some attention. Dude. Like there was. And you're like, wow, this is nice. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> a refreshing. good evening hug can go a long way. I can, you can ride that into the morning. For like an 11 year old kid, you're yeah, like, this is yeah. great. So they do take you, us places. Yeah. So do you watch like the J- the Jerry Springer show and go, oh man, those people look normal. Um, we weren't <laughs> like I think we were just kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> like there was just a lot of sad like a lot yeah. of sad yeah so my parents i'm sure they were coping and they were still young yeah, yeah. so they wanted to go out like mm-hmm. it didn't matter that they had a kid they right. still wanted to go that wasn't gonna stop and this them. was no. in what city or in state it was in easton pennsylvania gotcha yeah sure was <laughs> man and when did you make the trek so that okay high school college what, i went when? to university of florida for two and a half years before mm-hmm. dropping out mm-hmm. um i mean i was just a fucked up mess though like when you have abandonment issues and you're and now you're far away from home and my parents were so like overprotective i was never allowed to do anything mm-hmm. so when i got to college i was just a wild whore <laughs> <laughs> that and Man, university but, you know, of florida i've yeah, heard some yeah, stories aggressive everybody was, needs those years or days <laughs> or months whatever it is well i didn't really attend a lot of classes but i did have a great time <laughs> yeah yeah do you look back on that time with fondness um yes and no yes and no yeah. i feel sad for that part like i was like oh had i just been a little more well adjusted sure in that place in my life does comedy come into play while you're uh at the university of florida no 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 i was far too fucked up i was <laughs> i was i i was so obsessed with guys that like i remember i liked this guy i sold back all my books before finals to buy him an easter basket I like mean, this was, this was wow. my level of functioning. <laughs> it was like I felt like peeps were more important. <laughs> I don't need the books. Uh, I don't no. need that. I mean, that's stuff. really sweet. Uh, wait, oh, so were you? It's a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Koi CBD. Ooh. 
CBD oil, baby. Feeling relaxed just hearing me talk about it, aren't you? If you don't know what CBD oil is, don't feel like a dum-dum. Adam's here to tell you. CBD is an oil derived from industrial hemp and has no psychoactive effects, man. So you can get the medical benefits, okay, from the hemp plant without getting high. There's no weed. You're not going to get paranoid. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. People use CBD oil uh, for pain, depression, anxiety, stress, inflammation. Uh, New benefits are being discovered for CBD oil all the time. My mom uses the topical cream from Koi CBD, and uh, it's helped immensely, uh, which is big time because she's been having a a tough time with arthritis and finding uh, a solution. And Koi CBD is stepping up to the plate with their topical creams. They've got uh, uh, tincture uh, droplets, uh, vape pens, edibles, pet products for your uh, for your dogs and cats to to chill out. Come on, it's a stressful life being a cat and a dog. You want to chill out, get some Koi CBD treats. They got topical products and more. All their products are manufactured in the USA with 100% natural CBD oil. It's a family owned and operated company and it truly is the best tasting CBD products on the market. I feel like left and right, uh, people are approaching me after shows uh, just being in the comedy business because comedy and and uh, you know CBD kind of go hand in hand. Uh, it's great stress reliever for our world. Uh, the Koi CBD gummies I fuck with daily because uh, it puts me in a zen state before I start my day and at night kind of relaxes me and, and helps me sleep better, quite honestly. It's America's number one trusted CBD brand. All the Koi CBD products are THC free uh, and there's a guaranteed purity, safety, and consistency level in all of their products. They're the best tasting CBD products on the market. Again, I've tried so many. Um, the amount of people that have you know been like, try these pens, we got these flavors and these, you know, you can put, it's strawberry, Root your foot. Like, shut, shut up, man. No, I'm going with Koi CBD because they got the most shit and the best tasting shit. And quite honestly, um, it's made me feel the best at any of the products I've tried. And that's why they're America's number one trusted CBD brand. So if you want to get your stress relief on, your relaxation going, and start living a better, healthier life, get rid of that depression, anxiety, stress, and just start feeling better, then, uh, then, then get hooked up with Koi CBD, okay? Head on over right now to KoiCBD.com, that's K-O-I-C-B-D.com, and enter promo code about last night for 20% off any retail order from the website. That's Koi, K-O-I-C-B-D.com, uh, promo code about last night for 20% off any retail order from the website. Gummies, tinctures, pens, creams, they got it all. I'm telling you, they're the shit. And, uh, and Brad and I couldn't love them more. Who knows? They might fucking make Brad grow, which would ruin his act, but but uh, would help them reach the Cocoa Puffs on the top shelf. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know it's a little uh, Were you this, um, like, though, just personable and, like, upbeat? I like, think I'm far more of an intro- introvert. Like, I mean, I'm upbeat, and but I'm good and small. Like, yeah. I can't go to a large and, like, just shucky-ducky my way through a crowd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It gives me tremendous anxiety. Yeah, like, that, I just want to go home and put on jam uh, pants, uh, smoke a joint. You know what? Uh, I mean, that always sounds great. <laughs> As we get older, I think most people are like that. Like, you want to just have your friends, and, like, yeah. now if you're in a large... Uh, large social situation, especially for comics. As soon as one of your friends goes, "Oh, this is the comedian," you're like, "I'm leaving right now. I'm out. I'm yeah. done." Because that, that now, now I know that I'm I'm going to be expected to perform for the next fucking hour. One of the guys, I uh, one of the many comedians I've dated throughout, mm-hmm. uh, he used to tell people he was a chemist because he felt like nobody had follow up questions <laughs> if you were a chemist. I mean, not a bad idea. Yeah, you know, you yeah. S- 
and then no not too many no, i don't know what, what mine would be like do you use pipettes or yeah. like that's my big <laughs> like, like what's your what's yeah. your favorite bunson burner like yeah, you know you don't you got you, nothing you yeah. have no ideas You're, yeah oh, and it, it, that's good and it's not so common where if you say accountant there's gonna be like three other guys that go oh yeah i'm one of the where are you working at what, what firm, firm? Yeah, yeah you're like ah fuck <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah not a, not a bad idea mm. were you uh was there anyone funny in your family that kind of uh, you feel like you got your human my from? mom's really she's a funny storyteller but it's always on accident like it's not <laughs> like she can have purposeful jokes like she mm-hmm. doesn't know how to craft she's not gonna craft a set yeah but she's a boozer so she's she's just always funny because she's yeah. You know, sauce. Likes up. the chat. Got good stories. And my dad wanted to be a comedy writer. Like that. Was oh, really? His, that was his dream. He was staffed on the Mary Hart Show when he was like 21 years old, and then it Whoa. got canceled, and then he quit. Damn. So that was that was that because he had this lady right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a dream yeah. crusher right here. Yeah. So does he? Yeah. So like when you started doing it, did he? Did he? Did he look at you like, hey, you gonna take me along or here's some jokes no, for you? No, he's just or? excited. He's just like genuinely like he's so happy. Like and he liked to tell me he's like, oh, it was way better than that last thing you did. And you're like, oh, great. But it was like enough of a compliment. Yeah. Right. Like, you're like, I'll take it. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's if, all I'm if, gonna get. If that's all I'm getting, fine. No, he's he's super he's super excited. It's kind of like the raw honesty. You feel like you because I feel like you definitely uh, bring that to the stage. Like w- what you see is what you get, and you're just you are truly you <laughs> on stage. I feel like that's everybody aspires to get to that point to where yeah. you you know you don't have any sort of filters and you're talking as you up there. I Do feel you like feel like it took you a minute to get to that? It did. I used to ape Brian Regan a lot. That was my that yeah. was my thing. Yeah, I was like I loved him, and I was like oh that was my voice and mannerisms for probably the first three years. Yeah. I think I feel like everybody doing, has a little yes. bit of that. Yeah, where they you don't know. Yeah. It's, it's you it, don't even know you're doing. There's it. no way to not emulate somebody mm-hmm. when you're starting out because you have no point of reference. So yes, you're just yeah. you're, you're just doing like, oh. what you think a comic sh- or what you should be doing or what you like because there's no way to. Uh, I mean, it's probably the same for sports musicians. Everybody. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because you can kind of tell when someone like like if they're a new comic you go like oh we're in the dane cook era right yeah, now because yeah. so many comics are like trying to be dane cook or like a lot now, of Hedberg's, yeah Hotels, yeah now like, now now i feel like we're in this rogan kreischer era where okay. a lot a lot of guys are trying are trying to do that okay uh but would would you say that regan was your first like comedic influence um no i mean i i liked eddie murphy and chris rock and like uh chappelle and wanda sykes and i mean i just like if somebody's considered a great like i i can find something even if it's not necessarily my sensibility that i like you're like oh well that element's good that element's good but i didn't find regan until i started comedy like it's not like i saw him as a child yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i I just think word choice and physicality and energy they're yeah. so likable. I mean so yeah, so so likable. So when do you start? Is it is it after college then? Um I started 2002. Mhm. And I went through a really bad breakup and I was kicked out of uh out of my place with a restraining order. <laughs> I was slapping him when he was taking a dump. And then, <laughs> and then I was living on my friend's couch. You can get arrested for that? I didn't get arrested, but he was staring. like you got to go. And I thought we were going rollerblading. <laughs> you gotta go like go wait in the car with, with a restraining yeah. order and i was like hey do you want to go rollerblading i didn't know after i slapped him when he was taking a shit i'd be <laughs> i would be evicted where'd you slap him uh, what, just across the uh, face just across the face yeah i mean jumping. i mean you talk about it in the special but yeah. it's like yeah if you're if you're gonna slap a dude 
That's the time to do it. That's the time to do it. You got. You're, I mean, you're most vulnerable time. when you're you taking got, a poop. Yeah. Yeah. The, and you're not getting up. You're no, getting you're not. Up. You're no not. No matter what happens, you're not. You're not getting a backhand in return. Nothing like that. They're like, all right, I guess I'm just staying here and taking this. Yeah, I'm not getting a leg kick. My comedy career was hitting a man on the shooter. Was it really? Yeah, Whoa. No, because then I was like, just I had. What else am I gonna do with my life? I'm just living on my friend's couch in Brentwood, like eating burritos every day, crying. Diary. And then from that you go, well, Laugh Factory's got an open mic. Let me try that shit. I tried the open mic at the comedy store and yeah. I think I had no jokes. Like I was like, well, I'm gonna try it. And you know he used to go and pull a number? Did you guys ever do that where you'd I I didn't I didn't come up through the store. I came at the Laugh Factory where you had okay. to wait in line starting at uh eleven AM. Oh wow. Sign up at two uh or so doing the, the store yeah. open mics in two thousand seven so okay. was it still i remember having to write my name down and then getting picked i don't know if it was the number the number though the number you would they would you'd come in the morning and then you'd have to come back it was such a yeah. bullshit system you'd come back at five o'clock and they would pull numbers to see who was getting up the next week so you had like a three prongs you're like why just give fucking spots <laughs> now there's just homeless people waiting with donuts outside for their number yeah and yeah there were there was a lot of that that i discovered when i was first started doing open mics in hollywood where it was like oh like because i didn't even go on the first time because i was too scared like oh man these are professional comedians and then i'm like i'll just watch the show to see what kind of level we're working at and yeah. i saw some guy walk up with a trash bag over his head and throw things at people i'm like Okay, I could have gone up now. <laughs> yeah. I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all right. I don't think this guy has three minutes on uh, <laughs> on traveling. Yeah, but like, oh. did, did, did like, did like one of your friends dare you to do it, or did you do it all? No, on your I own? just I needed to redirect my sad energy, like mm-hmm. my restraining order energy. I was like, well, I can't just cry on a couch. Mm-hmm. And then my dad and my therapist were like, you don't really. My dad told me I didn't have any other life skills. <laughs> he's mm, like, he's, good he's like, you're not really good at anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, like, Dad. You know, he was like, like well, funny. He was like, I yeah. think, I think he's like, I think you're calling a stand up. Whoa, okay. Yeah. So All that right. was good. It was like, it, it kind of like, I mean, that's kind of once like, once again, one the, of those dad backhanded weird compliments that turns it, out to be good. Worked. But it's also and like saved you some, maybe some time of the bullshit of being like, look, this is, I think this is what you should do. And you're yeah, like, like, all of a sudden I'm going to school to become an entertainment attorney. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some nonsense. And so, yeah. you, wait, so he told you that and you were kind of, it resonated? Like, you were it, like, it did. I was like, I've always, like it was one of my selling features. If I ever got dumped, I'd be like, I'm smart, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. Like it was always in the lineup. Yeah. It was in the top three yeah. of what yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to got a backhand when you're on the shitter if you wrong me. That guy was such an asshole. <laughs> okay. Funny thing is, later on, he finally admitted, he's like, I've never dated a woman who hasn't hit me. <laughs> like, Yikes. Oh, God. Well, oh, God. That uh, was, that's a sign. Maybe yeah. look in the mirror at that point and say like, eh, maybe it's me. It's him. Yeah. It was definitely him. Boy, that sounds yeah. like a piece of info you would not want to give up on like a dating show. No, like, I'm no, sorry, suitor neurotic. number one. The question was, what's your name? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Wildly neurotic, that fella. Jesus. Some if every issues. girl's hitting you, that's, yeah, that's a bad sign. Yeah. It, it, it is amazing once you get past some of those toxic relationships and then you look back on them, you go, what the fuck? I can't believe fuck? what I tolerated. Yeah. Like, I bailed a girl out of jail twice. <gasps> Same what? girl? Same girl. What? Twice. For what? Eh, she, she didn't pay her rent and uh, and she had unpaid parking tickets and they just came and you got her. You think they can jail you for not paying your rent? Uh, in Oklahoma they can. 
Hey guys, Adam Ray here. Quick break from the episode to talk to you about mybookie.com. Look, it's a brand new season of football. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell's with the Jets. Odell Beckham's in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money on all the games. MyBookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. MyBookie.com has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book on the planet. Period. It's just a fact of the matter. This year, they're hosting the first ever online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100000 and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of a huge cash prize pool. Here's what I would recommend. To all the ALM listeners, go to mybookie.com, okay? It's always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. You bet, they win, they pay. It's never been easier to bet and make money on sports. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game, so you can bet and and win wherever you are, whenever you want. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Brad and I have been using MyBookie for a couple months now. And it's not just sports. MyBookie.com also has all the casino games that you love to play. But you can't get to Vegas, baby. You got a PTA meeting and a kid's soccer practice. So you can play roulette, slots, whatever you want, all online in the comfort of your own home. You bet, they pay, you win. That's how it works, mybookie.com. Sign up right now at mybookie.com using the promo code last night when creating your account to claim the bonus up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. Mybookie.com, promo code last night, up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. Double your first deposit, baby. That's how it works. You bet, you win, they pay. Bet, win, get paid. Mybookie.com, promo code last night. Do it, baby. And now back to the episode. What happened to bail me out? Shame on you. Bail me out again. Shame on me. Damn it, Brad. Yeah. Uh, That's love, huh? Bailed her out twice and was in one car accident where she was yelling at me so bad she missed the turnoff of the of the, of the freeway. So she just went. So we went off the freeway and then landed in a ditch. We're fine. <laughs> And you stayed together oh God, after that? Was or was, was that the deal breaker? The, that, uh, that was the last dwarf I ever dated. And I was like, enough of these short bitches. <laughs> the last dwarf I ever dated. That, I mean. Can you please title something? Yeah, Jesus Christ. That is a children's book or a coffee table or a oh. Julia Roberts movie. I don't yeah, know what that is. Yeah, at least that is. Oh, yeah. fantastic. But then, it, look, my whole thing was like, she was like the hottest dwarf ever. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm a hot dude dwarf. So I got to oh. be with her yeah and you get locked into that and you, you, and, and, you and you feel like this is the only person who's ever going to care about me this is also at what age this was 26 yeah i mean 26. still mid-20s i think you're still a little like not completely yeah, you're all mangled yeah your yeah. prefrontal cortex as a man doesn't even form until you're 26 years old like your that frontal so- lobe that's for risk-taking <laughs> behavior that makes a uh, lot of sense it's not gelled up your brain meat's not gelled Great. i don't even know what that is i mean yeah. it makes a lot of sense though no men's brains don't fully gel up yeah I know that's probably not the technical doctor. no i think it is it's not the doctor think the, wait what does that happen for a woman way sooner earlier. Probably. yeah age five yeah yeah They're much just, earlier yeah Dang. i mean yeah this it, does make sense i mean dudes well, you guys crash it and make it's, shit yeah that's why dudes invented butt chugging like that's not <laughs> a late 30s move no <laughs> that happened from no. a dumb dumb 17 18 year old boy i don't even know what that butt chugging, butt chugging. Yeah. college kids a couple years ago 
and trying to find new ways to get fucked up were pouring cough syrup into their asshole. Flipping, standing upside down, like you're going to take a keg stand, and then they would flip up and have a... Are they dying? Have a buddy. No, they're getting fucked up from it. Yeah, because it absorbs faster into the system. In your asshole? Through through your anus. These are the types of... Good to know. (laughs) Just in case you're wondering what to do on your anniversary. Yeah, in case you're bored in Florence anytime soon. wait. It's stories like that that make me miss uh, Jay Leno and his, like, um, just really, like, you know... um, classic headline like monologue jokes because butt chugging would be like such a great butt chugging yeah it's a real thing <laughs> oh that's so upsetting there's, there's no is, female are there equivalent. any women are there any women butt chugging I'm sure yeah I mean I'm sure I'm, I'm sure we could go back to your alma mater of I'm sure. Florida and I'm find, sure. and find yeah, some I'm butt sure chuggers I'm sure there's a couple BCers sure. up there I mean sure I'm, I, I think we're 10 years away from a high school having the butt chugger as their mascot Oh my god. By the way, oh. you don't you don't butt chug and go on to do anything great. I'm just saying that <laughs> no, right now. No. Nobody was ever like, dude, no. Bill Gates, former butt chugger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, now did you love stand up like right away, like or I loved it as a kid, like mm-hmm. watching stand up because there was sad and I feel like that was my escape as a kid. Yeah. Was, like watching was watching stand up. I just didn't know because I never saw anybody like me. Yeah. Yeah. But it was something that you could you need that. M- make a living. Like I didn't just didn't identify yeah and then so then when you finally try it are you well, the like, first time i tried it it like i obviously i brought like 30 people and i was like i am a goddamn star yeah, yeah. <laughs> you came to see me the second time was ooh, nary a laugh yeah not a, not a laugh in the room you're like so uh anybody uh seen a good butt chug lately <laughs> yeah. uh, what else is going on in the no, news yeah i yeah. got nothing i got nothing why was it such a uh it just i wasn't good yeah you know yeah. you're not good and i, th- I it was like i had false hopes based on my friends yeah. and then i didn't get on stage like for another six months what were you talking about at that time um I, you know it's funny i was always talking about sex yeah like mm-hmm. just, just fucking yeah just talking about fucking <laughs> it's a <cunt> game <laughs> and uh it works and then it was about a year and a half in like and then i would feel, feel compelled to go i would sleep all day like i'd take a benadryl and when i'd wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and then i would take a benadryl just to sleep all day because i would be so nauseous Oh, like wow. the fear was so overwhelming but to I would perform still, to perform wow. and then I would wake up like an hour before and like hurl my body to open mics and yet we still I because I've, I've heard these stories before where like people are anxious people are nauseous people yeah. are throwing up before they're set and yet we're still showing up yeah it was I, and then I would be in the back of the room like oh you don't have to do this yeah. nobody's gonna make you you could just run away you yeah just run and home. you're not getting paid it's not like you're like oh no, no who's gonna tell no, the jokes tonight doing, at the like, open mic mcreds in the valley mm-hmm. people playing pool and like bowling alleys yeah, yeah. how many of those awful gigs did you, did you uh so many. so many yeah yeah well that's so good though many. i mean did, did you know did you have any sort of understanding of like i just gotta get up and get stage time or did um, somebody tell I you just like felt like like I, I broke down who i liked like i was like okay these are my top 10 comics and then i broke it based down based on elements that i thought made them great yeah. and then i was like every week i was obsessive every week i'd give myself little assignments like i re- realized i wasn't like comfortable moving in my space and i was mm-hmm. like all right this week you're gonna work on space movement <laughs> <laughs> just moving and then the next week it would be like all right you're gonna work on this and then i would have like a joke notebook and then i would grade my sets like and if any joke got less than a c it was mm-hmm. really cuckoo bananas more than three times it would go into a retooling note like i would have to like wow re- a rewriting notebook and then it would come back and <laughs> see but at the Whoa. same time it sounds it crazy. crazy but you worked I that did. that that was so much more work than uh, like when i started 
doing open mics i would like i had my piece of paper i i had my notes i had my set written out and then i was talking to some other guys in the line they're like ah, i'm gonna wing it i'm like ah, well that's like that's not gonna that's go not, well for you where are they now yeah <laughs> where are the wingers now? yeah they're uh they're uh playing butt chuggers yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly my obsessive it was it worked because i got stuff fast yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I started making a living after like three and a half years. Damn, so that's, that's impressive. Was, yeah, I got la- I got Montreal after two and a half, and then I got Last Comic after three and a half, and then I started making my living. Damn, that, that's it wasn't a great good. living. Like I was still sleeping on my aunt's floor for a little while. Sure, but so, you're but, but still, you're like, making, making money. money at, yeah, and, and then, Last Comic really um, I really helped. Yeah, it did, but it wasn't like a, I wasn't very strong. I probably only had like twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I was. A, and three then, and a half years in, yeah, and, and that's like the downfall of Last Comic. What it would do sometimes, it would take comics at a great yeah. ten minutes, minutes, twenty minutes, and they go cool. Now headline on the row with fifty. And you, <laughs> and you're like, but I would Good do luck. these like the meth shed. Like I worked at this place that was like a meth shed in Odessa. It was a front for a crystal meth ring, and I'd go there like four times a year. Oh. Did you yeah, ever do that? I did that one. You did the meth show? Yes. Okay. Do you I remember? Did. And it was like 10 dudes <laughs> with fucking off of oil rigs with dirty t-shirts. Yeah. Like, How the fuck are they doing? And this guy, uh, the, this big guy, Mike. yeah, yeah, Big Mike. Oh my God, you did that. I did. See, that's that, that's that thing. It's like you and Jimmy Pardo. Anytime I go somewhere, I go, I'm the first comic to ever do that. Yeah. Nope. Ab- <laughs> Macy and Pardo have been here. Really? Yeah. Every oh. shit gig that I'm like, none of my friends have ever played this. Well, there's Macy and Pardo's oh, headshot Macy's in the wall. Macy's been everywhere. By the way, Meth Sheds, I mean, that's- it just has to have a name like Big Mike running the... Well, Big Mike's serving two consecutive life sentences. So yeah. he must have been a lot of meth. And you, I guess you don't realize it was probably pretty dangerous. <laughs> it was like this shed in the middle of a dirt parking lot. Yeah. You're such a delusional comic. You're like, it's, hey, it's stage time, right? Yeah. It was. I, I needed the money. Yeah. I was like, I'll take his weird pile of. It was cash. Yeah, too. it was cash. Always cash. It was. It was just this. You yeah, I, you're probably like laundering. How do you get to Odessa, Texas? Uh, well, there's you an airport, right? there's an air, there's an airport. You fly in Odessa. You fly into Dallas. Someone ha- someone hands you crack. A tweaker yeah. drives you, you in a Flintstone car. You do crack, and then when you're and then when you wake up from your crack binge, you're like, where am I? Like Odessa. So that Jesus. so that's pretty much how you get there. What's the worst you've done? What's oh, is that God. the worst? No, uh, the worst. Uh, oh. <laughs> The worst may have been Yuma, Arizona. Okay. Uh, it was a quote unquote casino. Okay. Uh, and by casino, it mean it had one card table. Oh, God. And uh, this is more. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy, uh, the guy did that cl- that classic move where I was promised like six hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. So I drove from L.A. to Yuma, Arizona, and I do the gig, and I get off stage. He's like, "Yeah, we didn't sell any tickets, so we can't pay you." <gasps> and I and I just kind of looked at him like. No, because I agreed to come out here for this amount of money. Yeah, so and here. and I don't know what possessed me to do this, but like I looked at the guy and, and I just said, "Yeah, if you don't pay me, that's going to be a lot of problems for you." Yeah, and I had no no what what was I going to do? <laughs> nothing wasn't yeah. I could do nothing at that point. He was like, "All right, all right," and then he like acted offended and then he gave me the six hundred bucks. But yeah, it, it was like, I, I just remember him acting like, fine, I'll give you the money that I agreed to pay you that you drove eight hours to get here for. Yes, yes, yeah. that's, how, that's how this transaction works. Yeah, it's, oh, fucking nuts, man. Um, yeah, just, just some of those hell gigs. When do you start doing USO well, tours? Let me, let me tell my hell gig. Oh, okay, yeah. Hogan, sorry. Hogan, Hogan. Mine was in Butte, Montana. Ever uh, been there? 
Um, I feel like I have. It's the butthole of America. I feel like I've, I did butte on like a like a Bob and Tom tour. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, I think I think maybe three to five thousand people lived there. It was about four hours from like Billings, Montana. Okay, maybe that's the one. And that was, was their one, major city. Yeah, and it was just like this upstairs bar show, and everybody that was in the town uh, came to the bar, and only a handful of people went upstairs to the show because everybody was so fucked up downstairs they wouldn't let everybody upstairs that couldn't make it up the stairs, which was most people. So there was maybe sixty people crammed in this room, maybe two times the size of this, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and there were just a lot of people like, you know, yelling to hurry up because they wanted because Arby's was going to close soon because yeah, yeah. there was one Arby's in the town. I mean, um, you that, heard a lot of that was the spot. Yeah, <laughs> that oh man, mine was uh, in Wisconsin. It was also a casino, which I find to be yeah. remote. I had to do an hour and a half following an El DeBarge cover band. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, not oh, even oh, El DeBarge. And the bar was in front of the stage, so there was a bartender in front of me making drinks while I was. So, on the stage. did you have to deal with the blender? The, oh, the blender and I was like I don't have any more jokes for you people you right. like the machines and so I made a straw like a stick straw you yeah. just keep putting straws together and then if I wasn't getting a laugh I would just poke the bartender <laughs> <laughs> like, this is all I have at yeah, this yeah. point I'm That's not coming got. back I'm not coming back yeah, here I, yeah those are fun gigs where 10 minutes into your set you're like I will never come back here I don't care what the money no. is yeah and oh. hopefully you stick to it yeah uh, when did you start doing USO stuff because you've done a ton of ton of USO oh, tours I haven't done them in a while that was probably uh, maybe 2007 I start, mm-hmm. started you've done a ton too yeah you guys both done? Are, yeah. yeah all right all right they're fun yeah. they're yeah. super fun I, I, I love them I mean yeah. you talk about we just talked about the worst gigs some of the best gigs are the USO shows because oh, yeah. yeah you they're gotta so appreciate you gotta go to Kabul to do it yeah. but at the same time the sol- the soldiers are just so appreciative they love the fact that you're there and uh you you probably had this but like is there a better feeling than someone coming up through your merch line and going I saw you four years ago. Yeah, that Afghanistan. A lot. I feel like a lot of people have seen me in Korea. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that one of the most uh, frequented places you've been? I for? went like four four times to Korea, so I feel like mm-hmm. you know I probably hit a lot of different time frames. Yeah. So yeah. there's a, a better chance. Maybe like I was only in Iraq once, and mm-hmm. Saudi. It was like small group of people. So Damn, what was performing in Iraq like? I slept in Saddam Hussein's palace. It was yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I did too? that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get to sleep in the old hunting lodge. Yep. And What's I actually like? went wandering. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go take pictures. On- <laughs> like, I just I didn't realize <laughs> that I couldn't just Bates, wander around yeah. base. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Flintstones palace yeah, that he had, yeah, yeah. That he had for his kids? Yeah. What? Well, he murdered his yeah. uh, his son-in-laws. Both of them. Yeah. Murdered two son-in-laws, and then to make it up to the grandchildren. <laughs> He built them, which he also liked, the Flintstones. He built them a replica of Flintstone Village outside his mm-hmm. window. Mm-hmm. What a psycho. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it's it's nicer than any home you've ever been in. Yeah. Of course it like, is. Like, it's insane. Wait, it's a replica of the Flintstones' house? Yeah, the whole village. Yeah, the whole the village. Whole situation. Wow. All bedrock. All bedrock. Yeah. So it, right it, it's, it's, it's real crazy. Yeah, it's just like this, like the best tree house you could ever imagine. I mean, what did that conversation go like? go down like with him and the guys who were building it like you have you seen the Flintstones <laughs> you haven't oh my god you, have you seen the Jetsons at least <laughs> Jesus Christ what cartoons did you 
Well, do you know when the first strike? When did they tell you that? The, so the first strike, they, when they tried to get Saddam, they killed mm-hmm. like seventy some members of the bath mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. and they hit the movie theater. They were all watching Pretty Woman. <laughs> it was oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was right when was he snapped playing. the case. It, it, yeah. it was right when he snapped the jewelry case shut. <laughs> yeah. Julie Roberts boom. screams, and then boom. <laughs> I think that's pretty exciting. That's really I, awesome. I yeah. Does Julie Roberts know that? You think? I don't know, but I feel like she should. I mean, if you're gonna go out, if you ever have a chance to go to dinner with Julie Roberts, <laughs> do you bring her, that up? I think you have. To. I think you do. <laughs> I think you have. Do you know that, that when they even the members of the bath party? <laughs> yeah. Fans. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are there um, uh, things now uh, just that? Um, that uh, that you want to do career wise? That uh, yeah, of course. I never. I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm feel like, oh, are you excited? I'm like, I don't feel any joy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's it's like you get the joy for There's a few minutes. Downs. Yeah, yeah. It's like you get it for a little bit, but then you're like, mm-hmm. all right, what's next? What's next? Need the next thing. Yeah, there's a point where it becomes yeah, like work, and I think it is that challenge of finding ways to like keep it fresh and and. Um, and exciting so that you yeah. don't fall into like a monotonous routine. But like you were just saying, like a joking about travel show, but I mean, is there something like that that you're like, I, I have uh, scripted shows yeah. that I've written and mm-hmm. that I would like based on your life. Yeah. Based Fuck on yeah. my family. Yes. Do it. Wacky, fa- wacky <laughs> family. <laughs> Call it that wacky family. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I feel like someone's going to go in right before you and go, I mean, my family's pretty crazy. <laughs> my mom, oh, she doesn't know which way's up or down. And then he's, he's going to laugh like, all right, I'm going to get the show. And then, and then, and then you walk in. Double butter go, knife Christmas stabbing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> we had a du- du- double butter knife Christmas stabbing. My mm-hmm. crackhead cut cousin stabbed mm-hmm. my uncle and then my mom like deflected a butter knife and took a, a butter knife to the arm holy shit <laughs> yeah it's really crazy I've only like lots read of about front, that. front lawn fights growing up yeah. yeah yeah lots of front lawn fights i mean it sounds it sounds horrible until you realize you can start taking bets yeah adventure isn't an above ground pool everybody <laughs> <laughs> i well Dang. i i hope that many people, first of all, they should absolutely watch. They're ready. Oh. Watch all the comics. Yeah, but they're all fantastic. Yeah, they're all. Yeah. they're all fucking great lineup. Rushers. Yeah. And, and how long it, have you known Tiff? Yeah. Um, probably two thousand. She says it's earlier. Uh, maybe two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah, because I got. She was in my wedding, and then I gave everybody a, instead of flowers i mm-hmm. did plaques what year we met like little like oh, i crafted really cool. them i did some i, I like to craft cra- tell dick jokes and i just craft <laughs> <laughs> and she said it was wrong my year was wrong but oh, wow. i do smoke a lot of weeds so my retention <laughs> yeah. is but, shit and then uh you said in the special that uh tiffany was living with you at one point yeah she lived with me after a divorce did you guys mm-hmm. ever meet that ex-husband uh yeah, yeah. i think i was he adult braces Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Man. <laughs> Boo. Is, she yeah. won. I, I remember Tiffany introduced me to him in the maybe the scariest way possible because uh, it was at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Yeah. And uh, she gave me a big hug and goes, like, You got to meet my husband. And I go, Okay, cool. And I just kind of, and that's kind of walk over and she goes, like and I forget what his name was, but and then she says, "This is that dwarf that I that I was telling you about. Like I would totally fuck him if uh-huh. I if I was single." And I'm like, "Hi, hey. <laughs> oh boy, hey man, He's like the most hostile man you've ever met in a sweater vest." Yeah, <laughs> such a dick. I was there. There, animal. yeah. That that's uh, that's how you know it wasn't a good relationship. When as soon as you break up, all all your friends are like, "Thank God." Well, I think we told. 
I think yeah. when it's a really bad one, you tell them while they're in it. We, yeah, you hope uh, enough. Yeah, cut if, the shit. With yeah, adult braces. <laughs> How is uh, is you hanging can't with? Can't afford a vi- Invisalign. You got to get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Is Tiff one of those friends too that you feel like you saw and you're like, oh yeah, it's a matter of time. Well, you know the funny thing is, I wrote. Um, an email to a man like one of my managers one of the many shitty managers i've had over mm-hmm. the years uh and i was like she's a star i was like you know some people you watch and they just have a twinkle yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, that person has yep. and i feel like industry doesn't see the twinkle no, they're always late to the party they're late to the party and i'm like i could have told you that i have an email from 2011 yeah but mm. i was like she should be in everything oh yeah i used to be on I, all those midnight shows with her at the factory yeah. and just was just like what is yeah ha- what, are what people is the hold out on yeah yeah you don't understand because i'm like and they keep like attaching these people and trying to push and i'm like oh god that person's not likable i know well nobody wants to i mean there's not a lot of risk takers and people wanting to like you know until it until they get like what she had in um, a girl's trip you know what i'm saying then they jump on because they're like oh all right now it's real but it it took a minute for somebody to but why though well uh, because they're because no one wants to take the risk and get fired. No one, no no one wants to be well, wrong. They're taking risks on the wrong. Like I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of times, yeah. like that's the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> One, I think if it's television, somebody has to to invite somebody into your home for a TV. You're inviting them into your home. It's not like film where they can be larger than yeah. life. Yeah. They have to be so fucking likable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To come in every week. And you got to look at what they've done in like the. Yeah. Um, but like being on stage and like there's a I think it really does translate like what you present there to be able to to do that on screen and and yeah. and a lot of like actors that they just take chances on with I'm just like dude they're just they're pretending to be charismatic like there's yeah, yeah, people yeah. that it's, genuinely it, are no and I feel like as a comic I see, you see them and then there's other comics who are like oh that guy yeah you're pushing that guy I look around the room for the light when that guy's on yeah. stage yeah. Like, when the fuck is that guy I getting well, light I mean I, I hope that everyone watches you in the in they ready and just oh. and then they and then they get it and then you have that moment where yep. everyone goes like oh yeah this chick yep. I you hope pop. so you pop because my god so. you like you're one of these comics where every time I every time see you go up at the store or wherever you see i mean it and unfortunately it happens for every female comic where they walk on stage and there's definitely some people in the audience just kind of shrug their shoulders and go yeah, oh boy right. here we go yeah. lady comedian Ooh, we and got then, something different. <laughs> i bet she does crafts yeah, <laughs> I do. yeah. Love crafts. and then but then you oh. just fucking blow yeah, them away i've oh. i've seen you so many times just uh and oh. do you remember that weird roast that we did at the haha years yeah ago? we roasted oh. the reality stars they but hated they, me yeah those, those because stars hated me because <laughs> well it was like it wasn't even stars they it was like, like reggie bush's corny. ex-girlfriend and like uh the, the white you house crashers jokes and you really made fun of me and i really fully appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> well because i i think uh, you and i'm May, may have been the only ones that had actually like written, seen a roast or written some jokes. Written, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it seriously. It was my first roast. I wanted I feel to like come Theo, out. Of the- Theo ran outside and wrote some jokes quick, and then came <laughs> on. <laughs> like, oh shit, we're doing jokes here, gang, gang. <laughs> like it was, it was it, it, that. Yeah, that was a crazy night when. Um, yeah, I think like one of the Vanderpumps was there. I don't oh, know. It was the it was trashiest. Horrifying. It was the trashiest roast ever. They but so, they were so hostile, and I think I scolded those horses. <laughs> you did because they wouldn't shut up during yeah, your set. God. Real angry at him, and it is amazing because I've seen this happen. A co- <laughs> I, I've seen this happen. I've seen you do this, and I've seen a couple of people do this. When comment, when an audience member gets scolded, like flat out, just like, yeah. "Hey, you're fucking up. Shut yeah. up!" And like, 
they they react like they're like six again like they go back to that oh okay so sorry like yeah. it, it, it it's it's crazy to do it, it's a trick that like you're always trying to be clever and funny but sometimes you just need you to just look at someone hostile. and be like hey shut the fuck up well i had this kid i had this opener in kansas city it was a 16 year old kid his mom was in the audience Fun. and he there was a like a 50 year old man that started booing him and the kid was like thank you sir I don't have a father. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when he got off stage, his little lip was twitching. Like oh, he was like holding geez. back like little boy tears. Oh god! And so I, that was the best scolding I've ever given a human being. Yeah. <laughs> like we did ten minutes of fun. We're just gonna do some jokes before we yeah. find the man. Yeah. And, uh, wow. Had to had to assault that man. Well, because well, like, but that's what you get when you come up through the meth shack. Yeah. Is you, you learn. Get- you get hostile and strong. Yeah, <laughs> you learn shit like that, and you don't you don't take any crap from anybody. No, I've been through too many of those. Well, and working. Like, I, I flew away. Like I flew yeah. there to come and entertain. I always hate when people hate. Com- oh, I hate that comic. I'm like, oh, you hate that fucking guy that just travels and I know sacrifices parts of his yes. life and every yeah. holiday to bring, to bring joy. joy to your meaningless Fuck, piece of yeah. shit existence. <laughs> That's the what guy a you horrible hate. human being that yeah. is. What a, what a hateful guy. Yeah, that had, had to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to get to a to, to yeah. get to a six a.m flight and have two connections just so we can do the show and tonight. run through an airport with a backpack <laughs> all winded <laughs> definitely done that what a piece uh, of shit that person is an asshole where uh where are all your tour dates at april macy.com uh, I, april macy.com they're probably not updated but i will <laughs> I, need to, I need to get better at this i'm yeah, the worst I, mean, I don't know you I'm kill it on instagram floating. i'm right. in pools follow <laughs> and you are i i, I literally have the note because uh, I make these notes every time. It's very and cute. And one of them is, you're always in exotic locations like a hot tub overlooking a rainforest. And that's literally what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I had yeah. a really good uh, hotels.com scam I was running for a while. <laughs> Are you allowed to say it or is there a statute well, of limitations? Yeah. It doesn't work anymore, so I hope I don't get caught. Like you used to be able to, so you get 10 free, 10 nights for every, you get a free night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but then like there was like a glitch in the system where if you kept like multiple devices open, like different computers, it would subtract. It, so it's the average of your, the nights you've spent. Okay. So say you have yeah. a $200 credit. You could keep a computer open, two phones, and then it, you would subtract the amount. And if you hit pay at the exact same time, you'd get like as many, I think I got it's like three to four free nights. Holy shit. <laughs> You're first of all. How did you discover this? B, it just happened one time. Like I had two things yeah. screens open. And I was like, ah, oh, pay, and then I hit pay, yeah. and it just I was like, oh wait, that's, that's so now are you? Yeah. So now are you getting <laughs> friends? Are you getting friends to help you out? Like it's like the fucking nuclear missile like, key. I feel like, like I had enough free nights where they caught on. Yeah, like, they, they were hip to. This woman it. never pays for anything. Yeah. Why is that? I didn't for I so many free nights. <laughs> That's amazing. You should start a podcast in the hot tub looking over rainforest. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> That's, I mean, aesthetically, that'd be fun to watch. Uh, but if you do want to go to Italy. I do. Okay. Have you been? Four times. It's my favorite okay, okay, place. Yeah. Literally, that in Scotland your, are my favorite fav- places. Oh, Scotland. Man, man, I got spoiled once and went to Capri and Sardinia oh, with a friend yeah, yeah, from yeah. Scotland. We went on her dad's plane to that place. Oh, so that was, fancy. I'll never get to yeah. do that like that again. Yeah. Um, and then um, there's a little town called Chioccia. Okay. So I went with the buddy's soccer team and then we went around to a lot of small pl- and then went to like, you know, Rome and Venice and okay. all that. But all right. that's the yeah, thing. It's unbelievable. I got to do it. Yeah. I can just take like my, I can take the train to Venice, have lunch while my husband's working. And Great. Like, come back. Done. And have dinner. And fucking 
Let's get Maybe a comedy show at that bar in your restaurant. Yeah, all right. I'll do we'll it. Do it. I'll I'll do a tight twenty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see. The, we'll the see. Get Lucky Barn Restaurant. Yeah. I'll work for ravioli, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Just pay us some pasta. We're fine. All right. All right. Come out. I'll plan. Okay. Good. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Thanks so, for being here. Thanks. You're amazing. Yes. Uh, they ready on Netflix. Go watch it right now. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, send send her your favorite uh, uh, hot tub locations. Ah, oh, so many, <laughs> so many. Get out, everybody. <laughs> subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Man, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.